0: Hello and welcome to Imagine America Radio, a service of the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing Company. My name is Bob Martin. I'm the president and CEO of Imagine America Foundation. In the last 20 years, Imagine America has provided scholarship support and tuition assistance to students attending career colleges all across this country. The purpose of this podcast is to promote technical and career education and to inform the public of career opportunities that are not just in high demand, but essential to the American workforce. We hope you will enjoy today's podcast.
1: This podcast is brought to you by NCCT, the National Center for Competency Testing. NCCT is a trusted provider of industry recognized healthcare certifications for colleges, high schools, and healthcare institutions in today's workforce. Why? Well, family owned and operated since 1989. NCCT is atop the list of certifying bodies and is dedicated to the philosophy of putting their candidates and certificates first, helping them achieve affordable success. The National Certified Medical Assistant is the flagship among seven NCCA-accredited allied health certification programs. As the value leader, NCCT provides unmatched quality and affordable price points for exams, study materials, and interactive review systems, Offering low recertification fees with a free library of CE courses for credential maintenance. When certification matters, choose NCCT. Go to ncctinc.com, that's ncctinc.com to choose now. So let's get to our next guest. Hello and welcome to our third episode of our Medical Assistant Career Series on Imagine America Radio, where we focus specifically on the medical assistant careers. Joining us today is Emma Aper, Medical Assisting Program Director of Midwest Technical Institute in Springfield, Illinois. Today, we would like to discuss medical assistant careers as it pertains to COVID-19. As a leading provider of education and medical assisting, we couldn't think of anybody better to call than Emma Aper, with Midwest Technical Institute. Let's start by telling our listeners exactly what a medical assistant is. Emma, can you briefly explain what a medical assistant does?
2: Yeah, so um, a medical assistants are responsible for a lot of tasks in the outpatient clinics. Um, It could be like a doctor's office, a specialty clinic, anything like that, just really anything outpatient. Um, You think of urgent cares, um, your primary doctor's office, a specialty like plastics, Um, cardiology, pulmonology, anything like that. So whether, no matter what kind of clinic it is, medical assistants, they interact with patients from as early as before their visit, you know, like scheduling the appointment, taking a phone call to decide if the patient needs a visit or if it could be something handled over the phone. Mm -hmm. So that would be like where their role would start for a patient. Um, And then it would go all the way until through the visit and then potentially for follow-up. So The medical assistant will handle um, tasks in the clinic, so they can do anything from EKGs, vital signs when the patient first gets there, a chief complaint, asking a ton of questions for the doctor just to prepare the patient to be seen. Um, And then if the doctor were to order anything, like I said, EKGs, labs, you know, any type of education, the medical assistant would take care of that as well. And then after the visit, um, whether it's a follow-up visit, a follow-up phone call, or, anything like that, post-surgical, you know, they, they do a little bit of everything. So the medical assistants are really, really, really key part of a medical office and they're going to work with almost anybody on the healthcare team. They can work one-on-one with doctors. They could work one-on-one with mid-levels. They could work um, one-on-one with nurses as well. They could be in charge of all of the tasks for the day. So they are so well-rounded and great yeah. for clinics because they really can be utilized in any, any aspect of the clinic.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, that's kind of the biggest thing I I hear you saying is Mm -hmm. that they're well-rounded because they sort of have to have their hands in everything. Um, You know, they talk to everybody at the office and includes the Mm -hmm. patients, you know, it it sounds like they talk to the doctors the nurses
2: Mm -hmm. uh, do a
1: lot of the scheduling or even, um, and I know in many cases actually draw blood as phlebotomists and
2: um, yeah, um, I've even had, you know, graduates from here. Well, the, they'll be working, you know, back and taking care of patients back in the patient care area. And then they'll get pulled to the front desk to do some type of administrative duties or be on the phone. And then they'll get pulled to lab later that day to do some type of specimen collection. So um, it really, they are really, like you said, well-rounded. Honestly, that's the best way. They they really do get such a variety of skill sets. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that's just a pretty
1: basic. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about the daily life of a medical assistant and how much this has changed due to COVID-19. As we all know, medical assistants are considered an essential career. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about what you're seeing as the largest changes from the medical assistant career uh, prior to COVID-19 versus what you're seeing is demanded on them now?
2: Sure, um, I think... There always has been a strategic need for medical assistance, but I really think throughout COVID that that has been highlighted, honestly. Like, with the, with the, um, you know, there's a lot of places that are short staffed, whether it was for a hiring freeze or because people weren't able to go for, you know, personal reasons because of COVID or something like that. But for some reason, um, it feels like medical assistants have kind of just been called to fill those holes. Um, it's, it's very strategic when you think about like the cost of a healthcare and like that versus an RN. So it, it really is a strategic need. And I feel like they, the clinics feel like they're starting to realize more and more the holes that medical assistance can fill. So that is probably the biggest thing I've seen is just the need for medical assistance. Like I said earlier, having that such a broad range of things that they're able to do allows them to fill holes everywhere. So um, if, they, if they were hired to, be, to fill that medical assistant role, um, you know, they, like I said, they could help out in lab. They could help at the, at the, um, with administrative duties and stuff like that. So I think the role has just been utilized um, st- so strategically through COVID.
1: Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you bring up an interesting point. Um, You know, I know that a lot of students may choose to go into medical assisting to see if they like the medical field, if it's a good career Mm -hmm. path for them before choosing to maybe go into an RN program or a vocational Mm -hmm. nursing program. And so, um, you know, it sounds like what you're saying is that now is kind of the best time to become a medical assistant because chances are you're going to be thrown into sort of a quasi, uh, mm-hmm. nursing role as it is, um, yes. well, you will at least be asked to do things that you may not now because of COVID-19 may not have been asked to do before. So mm-hmm. this would be, you know, a real eye-opening experience for you if you'll either know whether or not you you belong in this field or not, uh, yes. uh, you know, and if you like it. Um, so that's, that's an interesting point.
2: Yeah, I mean, like I said, they, they get a taste of, of seriously everything. So it really is a good first step to getting into healthcare, if that's something you feel like you're interested in, um, taking that step and getting a little bit of experience in every aspect, you know, and then if you wanted to kind of take off and go further with it, whether you wanted to be on the business side of things or the nursing side of things, you would already have that basis of, education and experience that you would need for those roles too. So
1: now, you know, at Imagine America, we've always thought of medical assistance as essential. Uh, and in fact, they've always been, and, and they still are today, you know, for a career medical assistant, do you need to be, I, I'm, as I understand it, you need to be certified. Am I right?
2: Yeah. For the most part. Yes.
1: Okay. Now what is that certification and how do medical assistants become certified and also separate question is the demand so great right now that people are getting hired while the certification exam is extended?
2: Yeah. So far as far as certifications, there are a few different tests that you could take, but typically you do have to complete formal education and have a diploma to prove for that. Unless you had like a lot of work experience doing medical assistant things, but that's not super common. So once you completed a program, um, like, like in TI, you would be eligible to take a certification exam. A couple common ones for us are the AMA and the NCCT. Most healthcare systems are going to require certification. However, throughout COVID, I have seen where they are actually, they'll hire prior to certification and then they'll pay for the certification and work with them to be certified, but that's not super common. As far as not being certified though, you know, there are some some roles that medical assistants can get without being certified. Um, it'd probably be more of like a specialty clinic or something like that. But overall, the certification is um, it's going to be required by most clinics.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would if I were considering going into the medical assisting field. I think that I would want to get a formal education, um, mm-hmm. especially now because you know you want to leave as many doors open as possible. And mm-hmm. if you're going to be put into a situation where you know, they really need as much assistance as possible. You don't want to be hamstrung by not having the right certification to be able to Mm -hmm. jump into that role with two feet. Yeah. Um, And so it sounds to me like a formal education along with that certification by, I think you said NCCT, which Mm -hmm. is a partner of ours and we really like those guys. Um, But, you know, that, that, uh, that sounds to me like the best way to go, but You know, we may have some individuals contemplating this career choice uh, due to the demand and the compelling need to help their community, which is, I think, an undertone that I hear uh, from medical assistants is just that their drive to help people. But Mm -hmm. what would you say are some characteristics of someone who makes a great medical assistant?
2: Well, I think, like you said, being dedicated to helping others is so important um, because that's what they would be doing every day, whether it was over the phone in person um, once the patient leaves or just having that, that desire is really important. Another thing is just loving the trade. Honestly, there's so much knowledge in healthcare. There's so much room for growth. Um, So I feel like someone that's excited about their trade, like this is, this is where they need to be because like we talked about earlier, there are so many different steps and so many different directions to go in healthcare. Um, So I feel like Someone who's really looking for um, opportunity would be a great medical assistant. Um, Another thing is someone that likes to work on a team because being in healthcare, you know, you have such great, such great support around you. um, And there's so many different people that you're working with every day and people training you and getting you through, you know. If, if this is a new career for you, yeah, I think any someone that likes to work on a team, that would be a good characteristic to have as well.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, and kind of, you know, bringing this back to stuff that we had mentioned earlier, but if you're joining a team that needs you to do a number of different tasks, it sounds like you'd be working with all different types of people at that uh, practice, you know, including mm-hmm. patients. Um, mm-hmm. And so you have to be somebody that can communicate well and get along with team members um, and obviously be knowledgeable and have a desire to help people um, Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, get you in that career field. Okay, now let's say I'm someone who's interested in studying medical assisting. What are a few things that I should be looking for in a school that provides this program? You know, should it be accreditation? Uh, Maybe not just the institutional accreditation, maybe program accreditation, Um, the length of program, the teachers, is it relationship with employers, which I know is a really big reason why people uh, decide to go to career schools in the first place, but Mm -hmm. you know, what is sort of like a checklist you would use if you were looking to attend a a school with a medical assisting program?
2: Um, Of course, accreditation, you know, prior to going, um, asking a lot of questions about um, what, what do I have at the end of this? You know, is it a diploma? Will I have the opportunity to get a certification? Um, other things to consider are length of the program. You know, does somebody want to be in school for two, four years, or are they looking for something that's less than a year? Um, what does a day look like for a student in the classroom? I think it's important to um, consider, you know, potentially it's an online opportunity, potentially it's in the classroom. Um, potentially, you go to lab and get those hands-on skills every single day. Um, do, how does the program pre- prepare you to get out into the field? So, do they offer an externship program? And what, what does that opportunity look like? And then also preparing for the certification exam at the end. Um, what will this program do for me to pass a certification exam and be ready for a job? Um, Will they work? Maybe I'm so scared to do an interview. Will they work with me to um, improve my interview skills? Will they work with me to be ready for, for the job that I want in the end? Um, So those are all things to consider.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, um, it sounds like you hit all the touch points that somebody would be interested in learning more about, which is first accreditation. Second, Mm -hmm. length of program, you know, you want to make sure that you have a program that's going to allow you to get into the career field. Uh, as quickly as possible, which I think is common among people who decide to go to career and technical education. They do that because they want to start in the industry as as soon as they can. Mm-hmm. Um, and our yeah. schools are really good at uh, providing quality content in a condensed amount of time. And the third thing I heard you say is flexibility. Um, you know, does the program offer uh, hours that I can attend or either, um, some sort of hybrid model, um, you know, or are they available not just you know in class time, but also to help me after class with interview prep and career services? So those are all interesting points, and I'm glad that you mentioned them. This is sort of the end of our our podcast episode here, and what I'm hearing is that medical assistant careers are obviously essential in the workforce, uh, and there's a huge need for medical assistants now more than usual because of COVID 19. And COVID has put an increased responsibility on the modern day medical assistant. Many medical practices now look to medical assistants for additional help because of their, their education. They're so well-versed in a number of different areas. You know, They're at a role now that gives them the ability not only to help patients, but to help the medical practice run more efficiently and in, in this time of need. And as I understand it, medical assistants are the type of person that above all else, are getting into this profession to help people. Now, this has been another great episode of the Imagine America Radio on medical assisting and how COVID-19 has impacted the industry. If you'd like more information, please visit our website, which is www.imagine-america.org forward slash podcast. Well, I wanna thank Emma for joining us today. Emma, it's been a pleasure
0: uh, speaking to you today on the podcast.
2: Yes. Thank you so much, Lee. It's been a great interview.
0: Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Imagine America Radio. We hope you found it informative. For more information about future episodes and the Imagine America Foundation, you can go to our website, imagine-america.org forward slash podcast to subscribe to future podcasts and to get information on the many programs offered by the Imagine America Foundation and Imagine America Publishing. Please subscribe today so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. For now, thank you very much for joining us and best wishes.